0: Full rigor, of Florida true crime podcast. I am your host, Karen Curtis.
1: We've rented Airbnbs here before, and we've just we've never heard of any crime or anything. We've always quiet. We've never experienced anything like this.
0: We're hearing a lot about random acts of violence, especially in New York. People shoving other people in front of subway trains, like randomly. It's very frightening. Well. Something similar happened in the sleepy, upscale community of Clearwater Beach.
1: Yeah, this is a very random act in that area of Clearwater Beach. As you know, That this type of activity does not occur. Like I said, he, he mentioned that it was the ills of society, and unfortunately, Mr. Chapman happened to be there. And like I said, our guys worked tirelessly to, to get this guy off the streets and in jail where he belongs, and he's in jail where he belongs right now.
0: That's Clearwater Deputy Chief Michael Wallach. He says law enforcement officers have arrested a man accused of randomly killing a Clearwater bicyclist with a tire iron. He beat him to death with a tire iron. They've arrested a Tampa man. They're still searching for a second suspect. After the 49-year-old father of two, who was just out riding his bike around midnight, was killed in a brutal attack with the tire iron of all things, while riding his bike in the quiet north portion of Clearwater Beach, which is a low-crime neighborhood. Here's a neighbor.
1: I just think everybody here is in shock. It's just something that you don't see happen every day. Um, They're from Kentucky, and they're thinking, wow, does this kind of stuff happen down here in Clearwater? And I'm telling them, no, this doesn't happen here. Very seldom.
0: So Jeffrey Chapman was killed early Friday morning in this random attack. He was riding his bike, and apparently two men were out for a wilding. They were looking for trouble. They were looking for a victim. They were looking for someone to kill. And this is according to the Clearwater Police Department.
1: They came to Clearwater for unknown reasons, the ills of society as he described it. And uh, the victim, Mr. Chapman, unfortunately was at the wrong place at the wrong time and was severely beaten, severely beaten. Like I said, this was a very heinous and very violent act. It was uh, severe trauma to the upper body with a tire iron. In excess of 10 times.
0: The suspect beat him 10 times in the head and upper body. Chapman is survived by his 27-year-old daughter and his 25-year-old son. Now, arrested is 26-year-old Jermaine Adrian Bennett. And he's facing first-degree murder charges after detectives say he confessed to beating Jeffrey Chapman to death more than 10 times with the tire iron. The Clearwater Deputy Chief Michael Wallach says that it's the most heinous and violent attack that he's ever seen, and it was random. He added that Bennett has told detectives he did this because, quote, the ills of society have gotten to him. Also, this attack in Clearwater may not be the only beating incident that these suspects were involved in.
1: While we continue to investigate this case, we learned a very similar incident that occurred in St. Petersburg just about an hour before our original incident where that suspect, I'm sorry, where that victim has not passed away. We continue to work with our partnership with St. Petersburg Police Department to ascertain additional information into that investigation. I, I want to make it clear that this was a totally random act. The victim was not targeted. It was a chance encounter that turned deadly while the victim was simply trying to ride his bike home.
0: According to Assistant Chief Wallach, detectives use surveillance video from ring doorbells in the neighborhood and tips to link Bennett and his vehicle to the homicide. I'm telling you, ring doorbells are solving more crimes than anything else, than eyewitnesses, because you cannot argue with video.
1: We received a lot of information from surveillance cameras, people calling in tips and information. We received quite a bit of of very good information.
0: The chief says apparently the two men, Bennett and the other suspect who they're still looking for, were riding around the upscale neighborhood looking for a victim around midnight. They wanted to kill someone to assuage the ills of society. Wallach says Bennett was completely unremorseful and went to work at Insight Family Eye Care in Wesley Chapel shortly after the murder.
1: This case was very heinous and very violent. Our detectives worked tirelessly and nonstop since the crime occurred yesterday to get our suspect off the streets and into jail where he belongs.
0: Wallach added that detectives are still searching for that second suspect who's described as a slender man. He's about six feet to six feet two. He encourages the second suspect to turn himself in because it's only a matter of time. He said that the pair went to Clearwater for unknown reasons and the victim happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time.
1: During this investigation, we've recovered a lot of forensic evidence and we got some very good investigative leads from our interview with Bennett. And I encouraged the outstanding suspect to do the right thing and turn himself in. It's only a matter of time before we get you. The second suspect is described as a male, slender belt, six foot, six foot two, and he knows who he is.
0: Apparently, Bennett gave up his associate. Friends of the man that was brutally beaten and killed with the tire arm want to know why the beloved father of two was randomly attacked while just riding his bike. Here's what Chapman's longtime friend, Lisa Owen, told Fox 13 in Tampa. I don't think anybody's really processed it yet. You know, we're still trying to process what happened because we don't understand it. We don't understand why. Why did this happen? Uh, The ills of society, I think the police chief mentioned. I mean, it wasn't him. He wasn't the ills of society. Far from it. He was the opposite. He tried to help people. Owen became concerned because she and Chapman worked in the finance industry and she said he didn't attend his scheduled meeting on Friday, which was really out of character for him. Then she said when nobody could get in touch with him, Chapman's daughter called police to do a welfare check. When they arrived at his condo, he wasn't home. Later that day, Chapman was identified as the victim who was murdered with a tire iron on the road while riding his bike. North Beach. He loved life. He loved the beach. He loved nature. He loved animals. Owen says that he loved the beach and moved from Maine to North Beach, the area of Clearwater Beach, because he felt safe there. He always said it was so safe. It was just safe. The safest place he could find that he really enjoyed, you know, being carefree, being able to ride your bike at at midnight or, you know, walk home from getting a bike to eat or something. And I don't think he ever felt unsafe at all. Of course, residents in that neighborhood are still shaken. And again, the police are still searching for a second suspect who has only been described as a slender man, six feet to six feet two. We don't have a name. We don't know who it is. That person knows
1: their involvement in it, and I don't want to touch upon charges as of yet until we actually talk to that person. But like I said, during our interview with Mr. Bennett, we were provided a lot of information, and when we talk to that person, he'll be charged accordingly because he did have an active role in this.
0: Yeah, so Bennett, who has confessed and police say is showing absolutely no remorse for killing Chapman, is facing first-degree murder charges. He was arrested in Pasco County and will be extradited to Pinellas County. So anyone with information on the identity of this second suspect or anything on the crime should call Clearwater Police at 727-562-4242.
1: First and foremost, we, the Clearwater Police Department, want to thank those who came forward with information on this case. We have not gotten to where we were or where we are without the willingness of everyone to help. I appreciate that.
0: I guess the bottom line is, and we have to come to grips with this, is that you and I are not safe anywhere. Crime can happen anywhere to anyone. It doesn't make sense. When it's your time, it's your time. Of course, you know, you can not take the subway in New York and you can not ride your bike at midnight in Clearwater Beach, but you just never know. It's scary. Well, that wraps up this episode of Full Rigor. Thanks for listening. Until next time.